Alphabet Intelligence Podcast. Afrobeat Intelligence, democratizing African music. Okay, this is our second time of meeting. Yeah. Yes. And I recall the first time, the first time I met you, you were the very foundation upon which this conversation is happening didn't exist. Okay. You were back in Nigeria. It was pre-pandemic, but you just had this thirst for what's happening down here. How have you been since then? Um, you know, I came back. Um, I went, when we last met, I went back uh, to start my tour Yeah. for the uh, Lucid album. And then, um, and so the tour was canceled. And um, I came back to Nigeria and, uh, you know, came back to Nigeria, literally the world stopped. <laughs> and uh, so I, then this was when I really started uh, to connect with people. You know, I didn't have the chance to do it. Uh, before, because I was always here very short uh, time. Yeah. But this time I was able to throw my door open and just meet creative people. That was where I met Prime. Okay. So let's talk about connection. Yeah. You know, when people talk about connection um, in regards to your music, people, it's never been an at. There's never been an Asha album that doesn't feel like there's a there's home in it. There's Lagos. There's Nigeria in it. Really? Yes. Maybe the the the. the Did you say never? <laughs> there's never been an Asha album that hasn't had Nigeria. In okay, it. that hasn't had Nigeria. Okay. Yes. I I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> People might say not enough. Okay. There might be conversations about. Um, it's very 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 mixed with a lot of things okay but there's never been like this there's never been a project that asha has released and you haven't heard it and said there's no nigeria within it it's just how you've interpreted nigeria yeah. so coming back home connecting staying at home feeling the air seeing the sea mm -hmm. <laughs> what is different about this one i think what's different is just that amount of time that I stayed in Lagos. Okay. I stayed 100% in Lagos and recorded the album 100% from home. So, I mean, unlike my other albums where I would write, um, you know, perhaps 80% in Lagos, and wherever I find myself next, I will continue to write and then work with um, foreign producers, um, like I have worked on my albums um from um beautiful imperfection yeah but this time around um five has a hundred percent prime on it and um i think there's just something about home you know that just brings some there's this the touch of home in in this production because with prime um, if you follow some of my social media posts, yeah. we, you know, he stayed here. Sometimes it would come and, and go and we were just recording as, as we got inspired, as he got inspired. 
And, you know, with food and family, there was something relaxing, something um, just calming and warm about the, the process of recording five. Nice. Let's talk about Lagos. Yeah. Let's talk about home. Let's go talk, let's talk about connectivity. What does Lagos represent to you? Lagos. I know you were born here. It's in, <laughs> just a minute. I know you were born here. I was born in Paris. In Paris, sorry. Yes. But you spent like a bit of your formative years here. Most of my formative Most of, here, exactly. years here. And then you've done the work. You became who you became. Yes. Who you've become, rather. Right, yes. And now you're, you're in Lagos. Let's talk about Lagos. What does it mean to you, Lagos? Lagos is everything. Okay. I don't know. I can't imagine a, a, a time in my life where I would lose Lagos. Lagos, from the beginning, has been the center of my inspiration, of my stories uh, that I, you know, write about in my songs. Yeah. Uh, Lagos is home. Home is the core. And so wherever I go, if I'm not in Lagos, I take Lagos with me. You know, when I'm on tour, I guess I tour with a, a French band, but there's my manager who's Nigerian, you know, so that's a part of home that's with me. And, and we've been um, touring like that for uh, the past uh, 17 years. Whoa. <laughs> so home, I, I would say home is always with me. So Lagos is, is, is everything, you know, without Lagos, which... In this context, this home, I will be lost. 17 years on the road. Yep. 17. Perhaps more, you know. I, I remember when I started my first tour was with Tony Allen, you know. God bless his son. <laughs> yes, may he rest in peace. And I remember I was still wet behind my ears. Um, I was a background vocalist. And we toured, um, we, we toured so, some parts of Nigeria, Port Harcourt, I think, Joss, Abuja, and they went to Ghana. I remember I was on the, the mass transit bus with them, and they, they, they were with the, he played with the fella, Egypt AT band, and the bus was filled with marijuana smoke. I came back home, <laughs> you know, with phlegms, and, you know, for days I was ill because it was just, just a lot. But it was a, a good experience for me. And touring as a, I don't want to use the word teenage, but as in your early days, touring and going through the different spaces, it sort of changes you. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. How has it changed you? Being on the road, yeah. doing all this, this, like sharing your art with the public and connecting with a wide range of how has it changed you it just makes you um see the world differently it also kind of makes you um people perceive you as a worldly person you know you are open i always say the best education is travel you know if anyone can get the opportunity to travel um even if it's within nigeria just get away from home Yep. and experience other things. So traveling for me, and I love the road. I, I am wanderlust, you know, always wanted to be on the road. Um, if I'm not uh, in, in my house, 
uh, where I also love solitude. Um, I, I will give it's, anything it's to, really quiet, to travel. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Is that something you've always, like, is that something you deliberately <laughs> pursue? The quietness yes, of the space? Yes, yes, yes. What yes. does it do for you? Um, uh, I don't know. It's just part of my DNA. It's just, I think the person I am, I kind of attract the same kind of people. I'm perhaps the most um, quiet person in the house. Um, every other person is, you know, uh, you know, gregarious and, and busterous, but uh, I, I uh, like... Functious. Yes, but I find, I always find a corner, you know, my corner, which is just quiet. I enjoy it. I don't know. It's been like that since I was a kid. Have you ever been in a situation where you've not accessed the solitude? And and, uh-huh. and and did that play out well for you? Yeah, you know, I I always find solitude even in a crowded place. You know, I, I remember I was writing my dear in a restaurant outside the the Nigerian embassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just find a way to block everything and find solitude. I I I can be in a rowdy place and still find solitude, you know. Well, Lagos isn't a place for solitude. Lagos is not a quiet place per se, so I don't function well. I don't drive in Lagos. Um, How about your bike? I will ride. Okay. <laughs> you you still ride your bike? I still ride. I mean, well, I did try one day to ride. I went to from here to Isolo. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I, I I I didn't tell anybody. I I just woke I, up I and never left. do it. Yeah, I I I just wanted to break the fear, you know. And I and I saw Lagos another dimension, and I was like, what? <laughs> so when you got to Isola, you made a U turn and then you came back. I, I managed to get to Isola finally, uh, even while driving really slow. I mean, my bike is up to 60, 60. MF minutes, how do we call that thing? MPHF. Yes, and you know, still I was make I made sure I drove around fifty, and there was another fellow Okada person uh, who came next to me while driving on the Kordu uh, Expressway. Say, wow, you're such a gentleman. Look how you're driving so slow. <laughs> if only he knew. He thought <laughs> I was. He thought I was a man because I had all my helmet and I was driving so slow. Um, so at Isola, was there something you were looking for? Um, actually, I mean, I usually go there to get. Um, it's kind of like a post office there that I go to get some 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 of my uh, gears from. Okay. Um, so I I would get some packages, and um, and get it there. So I wanted to normally they could drop it at home for me, but I wanted to just drive. I mean, ride. And break the fear. Because everyone said, don't ride in Lagos. It's very dangerous. I've ridden in Paris, even though it looks like a Mario Kart situation. Yeah. <laughs> but Lagos, another dimension, you know. Lagos, another dimension. I, 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 almost, I almost got crushed. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. There, there was a downfall guy. He didn't yeah. see me. And, um, and there was this traffic jam. It was, even for the bikes, it was locked. So I decided to go by just uh, by the pedestrian 
walk, but not on the pedestrian walk. Just a tiny, I saw other Okada guys driving this small. I decided to follow and God, I was almost <laughs> thrown to the gutter. I had to bang on his, uh, before he saw me, I was like, ah, shut up. Hey. But in, in, in those situations, <laughs> yeah. in those situations, do you ever think to yourself like, this is Asha, like, like, do you, do you ever say, okay, I put myself in this situation yeah. deliberately because I want to experience something or I'm on an adventure? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to experience something. I also want to break the fear, you know. I'm always liking to go the other way when everyone goes another way. And for me, it was to, I mean, I, I couldn't stand living in fear. Like, oh, don't ride in Lagos, it's dangerous. But I needed to see it myself. And honestly, I, I agree with them. You know, I, I didn't want to take the third mainland bridge. But when I was coming, I had had enough. I went on the third mainland bridge. It was, uh, I was just happy that there was this third mainland bridge. Because it was too much. And since then, I haven't tried that uh, long, uh, long uh, ride. It's, it's beautiful. Like, I'm a, I, I drive on the mainland. Yeah. And so I see what happens when I leave the island. Mm. I have to be different mm. once I cross over. Yeah. And to and this is me in the car. Yeah. But to see that happen in a bike. <laughs> on a bike. That's way <laughs> too exposed for me. It's too much. Oh, no, no. Usually they say uh, in the motorcycle school, uh, ride on the left. So just the left of the driver's uh, uh, mirror. So they always look at that mirror most of the time. So they can see you. But in Lagos, immediately I tried to be on the left. They just pushed me <laughs> to, the, to the right. Yes. And, you know, that's where all the buses stop. And I was, oh, my God. But I quickly learned, you know, I quickly learned, you know, when you stop at the, uh, the traffic light, you have to be in front. So, no. <laughs> you know? And then I learned that people are just crazy. I was driving by this car just behind it, and it suddenly stopped. Didn't only stop, then opened its door. And you could see Open the, the door. Hey, open the door. He's driving the door. Going. You were going. I was almost slamming, thank God. So you, you, in Lagos, you have to be like a, like an owl where you can, you can turn your head 360 because everything is happening at the same time, you know. So I just found myself screaming, ah! <laughs> Put in my head like a feast. <laughs> but, but in any of these trips, though, yeah. has there been a moment within this your exploration of the city mm -hmm. that you have had to lose your anonymity or your obscurity and become yeah. Asha? Has there ever been a moment? Uh, no, I, I, I'm anonymous. I'm like everybody now, which is good. Uh, you know, um, I, there was a lady, I was trying to move my bike from a parking lot. And the way she spoke to me, so rude. Uh, she was like, whoa, 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 what about mommy? Whoa. <laughs> like, you could tell the way she spoke to uh, her driver or people who she considered beneath her. Yeah. And I could see humanity, you know, why, why do we talk to each other? I wasn't going to hit her. She was just warning me not to come close. And the way she did it was so, so, 
you shouldn't treat another human being, you know, that way. And, and I laughed because it was interesting. I was like, wow, look at people. If I turn, take off my helmet, well, if she happens to know me, oh, Masha, you know, I'm just, I mean, that's a chance I'm taking. That's a risky chance. She might not still know me and say, who the hell are you? <laughs> Sure, sure, <laughs> you know, sure. so or tell me things like, oh, so you're a girl, go get married, be <laughs> on that bike, you know. But I just felt like, oh man, we could be a little nicer to each other, you know. Yes, and and Lagos does that. But then going through all of these places, chasing the art, pushing your music, and sharing the gift that you've been given, how is it different? When you return to this city, I know you've performed in the biggest venues ever. I know you, you spoke to me the last time we had a conversation, you spoke about the cathedral yeah, <laughs> and how that was such a very significant moment for you. How does, and within, in that time I've watched you perform thrice, mm -hmm. thrice in Lagos. Yeah. What's different? When I perform in Lagos? Yes. Lagos is home, you know. Um, Lagos is where they understand every song, you see. And in fact, some because I've performed the song over and over, almost like a thousand times, I have then created newer, uh, you know, nuances. I've kind of left the albums. They've all they all know. Lagos will sing it for you, <laughs> phrase by phrase, melody line by line and they even know where i take my breath <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> so you're the singer and people would make the process for you they know everything even when i'm going on and forgetting that i'll, I'll forget my line i only need to rely on lagosians they know what's up you know uh lagos is home i, I can't um i mean how else can i explain lagos is family who knows you better than family you know and Lagos is where families, you can bullshit with family. You know, in Lagos, you can't bullshit. They know you and they love you. And, and, and Lagos is just one of my favorite places to perform, you know, so. There's this thing that hangs around you. Like when people, Asha, of course, it denotes excellence, artistic excellence. But there's a certain deference that comes with knowing that it's this is Asha. How do you navigate? Especially within the city. You see it on social media too. You see it everywhere. Yeah. Is, people react differently yeah. to Asha <laughs> and a lot of other people. So like mm. how do you navigate? Well, you know, it is I'm always um very uh appreciative. Um, although, you know, because I'm really, I rarely go out. I rarely step out. Um, and, and if I do, I always like to be anonymous because again, I, even as I'm, I'm, I'm going out, I'm writing in my head, I'm collecting stories. Um, but it's always sweet, you know, it's always sweet when people, um, you know, uh, come up to me and, and tell me how my songs have, what my songs have done in their lives, to their families. And um, even when friends, you know, who are from other countries meet with other Nigerians and 
and they mention me and my friends are, oh man they love you like it's, it's always uh it's always uh, a good thing you know it's always a good thing really at this stage do you ever get used to it oh you can't get used to it you can't get used to why? it why i mean it's dog <laughs> deal all your life you know you can get used to it because perhaps like i told you i'm not outside often yeah and when i'm outside i really do like to be anonymous you know i like to collect things i like to hear conversations i like to be like everybody that way i can do my job well you know <laughs> so i'm always surprised you know when someone walks up to me um i've even tried one i tried one day you know i was i was walking a couple of times has happened to me i was walking my dog in the morning and and then you know, usually I, I, I walk to a dog without the face mask. Just um, I always wear a mask, and no, I don't. I always wear a scarf. Okay, and then um, that doesn't cover anything. It doesn't. Um, thank God for the pandemic. We have masks <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I was wearing the. Um, I always wear my mask, and um, I think I have a piece of towel just to cover my nose because of the dust and partly to hide my face. Okay. I, I, I understand. And then so I'm walking, you know, I, and when I, I'm at home, I really just like to dress like a farmer, you know, I, yeah. I'm not on stage. So I, I throw on all kinds of colors or, and all kinds of, uh, just get very comfortable. Frumpy, you know, very looking comfortable. And then someone says, Asha, Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> and now you have to deal with that you know and sometimes i did try to uh, dissuade the person I, I i just froze and looked dead at the person's eyes to make sure he was wrong and he called me asha and i kept looking <laughs> asha because i can't lie i can say yeah. uh what, what oh, sir it's not <laughs> <laughs> And I just left and didn't say a word. And when I, I, I just felt bad about it. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Just say hello. But because I left my house that morning thinking, yeah, I'm good. I'm covered. No one's yeah. going to. And then he calls me. He's like, how do I deal with this? You know, oh, I was coming out from the gynecologist's uh, uh, office in Paris and just stepped on the, on the, on the Rue Rivoli. Really fresh from my meeting, and the next thing, Aja! <laughs> you haven't got a moment to, to catch your breath and understand. Okay. I'm like, what? I just got examined by gynecology. <laughs> I'm trying to go home to, you know, uh, I'm still so I'm, to the center. I'm still in that all that clinic feel, and then yes. someone just calls me like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so um, it's it's always fresh. You know, I don't think I would ever get used to it. Okay, cool. But well, within the city, though, the yeah. love you get is very the foundation of the love you get is due to your pursuit of excellence. People have made, yeah, people have have made you a part of their lives. They they consider the work you create very cardinal to their existence. Mm. And it is that same love that they continue to bestow upon you, even now when you're introducing them to a new path. 
<laughs> That's beautiful. It is. It is. I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> you return back home to Lagos. You stayed at home. What was, in terms of how you made the music, what did you set out? Or, or rather, how did Lagos inspire you differently? Because I could think of all your other albums and there's Lagos in there. Yeah. I think of all the projects, the four projects before this and the elements of the city. How did Lagos inspire you differently this time? Well, you know, um, the connections that I made during uh, this period, um, I, I wasn't thinking of doing an album because honestly, I didn't have an idea what to do next, but I knew that I didn't want to do um, an album that people will say, oh, oh yeah, we, we were not surprised. Um, um, it's not different from, you know, what we know, Asha. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Asha. She never fails, you know. You know, she never disappoints, those kind of things. I didn't want to um, play into anyone's expectation. But I didn't have an idea. So um, so the, the next thing was to just um, meet people, meet creatives, you know. And, and that was what I was doing. I met with World. Um, which was an amazing experience. World's an amazing artist, um, whom I I read highly. I think he's beautiful. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and and the hard worker as well. Um, Prime as well. I think Prime Prime came with uh, Fireboy. Okay. And um, so you, you, Fireboy was one of the people I I met just to. You know, hello, get acquainted with, and you know, let's um, chat and see what comes out of um, you know this meeting. And uh, and so Prime disappears. I didn't know he was just somebody who was in the background. He, was, he disappeared. <laughs> he just goes. He's a producer. He came to do what engineer he came to do. You know, uh, and then you know, I met with. Uh, yeah, me a lot, Dave, you know, we, we did a couple of songs together, but just really um, just vibing and singing. And we kind of, you know, as we meet each other, we're singing, going into the studio and, and you know, chatting, getting to know each other and making songs. Um, who else? A lot of people came in through the stores. <laughs> Uh, London, you know, uh, London, yeah, he told me his story, uh, how he started in 2018. Yes. And I say, man, you, you producing all these wicked beats, you know, and you know, I, I also enjoyed talking with the producers because I'm also learning how to produce and I always want to get tips from them and show them my beats. Um, even though my beats are whack, but <laughs> <laughs> your beats are no whack. Interesting. You haven't heard them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I haven't. Well, I, I, I wouldn't expect your beats. <laughs> no, no, trust me, they're whack. You know, um, <laughs> but um, maybe who knows? Maybe soon I'll start 
You should. Charging, I, charging I, I think for my you business. Should. You should. You should. If you, you know. create something and there's any sort of like value within it, you should. Plug it around. For this by Asha, do you have a, do you have a, a, a tagline? Yeah, I'm still working. Um, I'm still, not Asha, definitely. I'm still playing around, you know, like, um, um, you know, uh, Prime said maybe I should use Jamson, the smokes, you know, because he, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Jamson production, something, I don't know, I'm still looking, I'm still, I'm still searching, um, you know, because he, he knows I, I love cigars, so he says, why not put Jamson, the smokes, you know, but we'll see, we'll see. When I come, man, it's going to be, ah. <laughs> So you had you had all of this conversation. Yeah. So were you, what were you looking for? Um, really just to connect. Um, like I said, I, I didn't think of an, an album because I, I didn't have an idea where to go. Uh, I wasn't also thinking of writing an album. I just wanted to... Uh, so... Uh, so it wasn't really, it wasn't to record an album. It's just to, I, because I didn't have the, the, the opportunity in, in the beginning for my first album to settle and, and meet people. So, um, so this way, you know, interesting people, uh, that came in and, uh, and we, and finally, you know, um, prime, prime, I settled on, on prime. You know. What was special about prime? His range, okay. his range, uh, his, his, he has a wide range and, uh, he's, he's, a as a proper producer, you know, okay. he's a proper, so, he's, it's so not, he, it's not, it's not about like generating the beats and just, it's not, it's it not a bit. No, no, no. Um, for me, I don't work like that. We have to be in the studio together and working from, from scratch. And so, uh, with, with prime his, his range. Uh, his musical range is wide, and I thought this is a this is an awesome guy, you know. And he he was ready to listen. He was also le ready to learn. He wasn't afraid to take out things because this session was a lot of no. Take that out. Take that. Take that out. Take your tag out. I don't want <laughs> take take that. No, 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 no. Don't don't put that on my voice. You know, it was a lot of that because um um. And he was, he was also one of the guys who didn't come thinking an Asha production should be all ethereal and all spiritual. And, so he know. didn't come pre-coded? No, 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 no. He didn't come... He didn't come to jazzify thinking I'm a jazz singer or soul. No, I, I was going to take all of that. He just came with an open as a as a, as a blank uh, shit and 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 that was what stuck with me. What you were also looking for something though. Yeah, because you. I think when you when you define <laughs> connection, yeah, you say connection. Of course, you met a lot of people. Of course, you allowed the culture to flow through you. Yeah, and understand the very essence of it. You know. And that's very represented in the project that you have released. Mm. What part of your connection with 
crying said this was my direction um when prim when, when did you know <laughs> i think it was um when the there there were songs okay so i said if i was going to do afrobeat i was going to do a hybrid of afrobeats i think that was the only idea that i had if i was going to do an uh, afrobeat i was going to do a hybrid yeah uh my own way my own interpretation and um so we had done i think some um sense of direction came with all the songs we had made and um and that's how it's always been with my albums you know i make a bunch of songs you know and then then they all start to make sense not all of it but you start to see uh some form of structure yeah and that was how it was with with prime oh nice nice and and then was this the first time you've ever had to like direct most of your creative work especially for a project through a singular producer oh no i always work with singular producer um i prefer it that way you want work with, you work with cobams with cobams cobams yes um you know i've always preferred it that way uh, on my first album masha yeah. um you know i was signed to a french label and i insisted that cobams came with me to france yeah. to record it because again that's a piece of home and um yes it, it was um co-produced by a french uh producer but i always uh, really like to make it um either one uh maximum two but really i what? like to stick with one uh for 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 cohesion you know um for you know it should let's just say prime was the the, the right guy for the job okay <laughs> he was he was he was rounded not to say the others weren't but it he, he was just a fit um the kind of producer i wanted to work with you know and um you know and that's it you know <laughs> so coming down to like finding connection finding prime on this like going in directionally i'm curious about like you talk about intersection you talk about a hybrid and from what i understand about hybrids they are pretty much intersections between two entities or two different understandings of the art so what was this hybrid for you well it's uh, the hybrid is my walls and um wh- whoever else's world i was working with and in this case was prime um you know it was world uh what well, prime mainly so uh prime is coming from a school of he's done all the songs he's produced all these amazing hit songs um in the last uh, two years uh if you're coming into my world we we kind of need to meet somewhere and have uh, um you know and uh yeah you know do something so it's world and and ashes coming together to do this music that you hear today so you guys started working together what was the first record that was i can't remember 
I can remember. Um, well, if you can I place can a record for remember. this project that yeah. you think came before all the others, which one would you say? I think it was a song with uh, Fireboy, but that that is not a a clear a, a good uh, description of our first uh, because the one with the Fireboy was still going towards Asha. What Asha will do. You know, Asha's comfort zone. And I didn't want that. You know, I, I didn't want that. It feels um, like you were running away from Asha. Because <laughs> you kept saying, yeah, because all through this conversation, you kept, there's a certain way you refer to who you are, who you have been. Yeah. And direction that you are headed mm-hmm. or you've done or you've created in this. Like, why... I get the sense that you didn't want to be who you were. Why? No, absolutely not. Why? I'm. I, it's not. No, no, no. I, it's not that I do not want to be who I am or who I was. I've always been who I am. I can change it, and I think the listener will know. You see, um, I didn't. Like I, I told you, a, a lot of people when they think of Asha, they always think oh, we should come with jazz or we should come with something ethereal or something um, ayadaba, another ayadaba. And I don't like going back there. I want something challenging. I want something that will take me out of my comfort zone. You see, so when I'm um, composing, I try to stay away from what I have done or something that sounds like what I have done. So that's what I mean. I didn't want another jailer, another fire in the mountain, and another um, another thing that you've heard. You know, uh, I wanted um, I wanted something stimulating. I'm always uh, because uh, you know th- there's more to Asha. There's more than um, it's just that you know, square CD of 10 songs from my first album, second, third, fourth, there's more, you know, and, um, you know, like they say, the, the fountain of music will never run dry. You, you, your, my purpose in life is to keep searching for what God has put me on earth to do. And if they say we're only, as humans, using 5% of our uh, ability, that's, that's a little bit, you sure. know. So for me, I'm, I'm always searching for um, something that is stimulating, something that isn't what I am comfortable doing. Uh, and going through this, this process of redefinition for this project, most especially, okay, it pushed you in spaces that you've never been in. It kind of, yeah. I mean, well, yes and no, because um, I this is um, maybe I have never uh, how do we call it uh, recorded or released. It pushed me in a place. Oh, you get to hear another side of Asha, you know, another layer of Asha. True. Um, while doing this project with the five album, um, it, it, the challenges were, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> just, you just tell, you just tell me what you felt. <laughs> you know, uh, what do I say? You know, um, 
one thing I do not want to be is preachy. And another thing I do not want to be is corny. Well, um, it's fine sometimes. <laughs> like corny is decent. I, I, I like corny. I cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but again, you know, um, I'm, I'm wor- I was working with an 18-year-old, you know, and Prime is someone who is very honest. He's a pure producer. He's a 100% producer. And, and he's never afraid to tell me, um, um, what did you say there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's never afraid to say, um, give this suggestion. Never too much in your face. Okay. He was just suggest, never imposing. And um, like on Mayana, I, I was, uh, to allow myself say fish and banana took me. <laughs> I saw the best parts of the record. But literally, you know, I, I thought, I'm on an island. What, what food do you find on an island? And, you know, you find fresh bananas in, in, and coconut and fish because of the sea. But to me, it was so commonplace. Okay. And even Mayana, what was Mayana? Because those, those were the first words that came when I was making the song, when, when, the, the, when I was writing uh, the lyrics and, and the melody. And uh, Mayana was Mayana. Like, but this time around, I told myself, listen, this is when you do not over-edit, you know, because I self-edit a lot. <laughs> But that's how good, and that's how like the best creative people get on. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> he has it because you, you tend to over sanitize the, yeah. the music, you know, as opposed to just let it flow. And you know, um, I mean, it's not a book when when you're writing a book. So, um, and 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 so with Prime, he's never afraid to suggest. Never imposing, but even in pronunciations, like, oh, did you say that? I said, yeah. Oh, and he will give a suggestion. So this guy is not just sitting at the desk making his production. He's listening to every word. And, you know, he's like, okay, it's good. I love it. And when he said, I said, Prime, I'm not very sure about putting fish and banana in a song. And then he told, he told me. This record. Yeah. <laughs> he said, listen, fish and banana means something else to me. <laughs> like, oh, for real? Okay. You know, we'll, we'll put it. <laughs> so when this record, like this, it's, it's so beautiful. It is. Thank you. Let's go so, when this record dropped, you know, I'm a geek with music. I'm very, mm-hmm. what's inside, what's inside, what's inside. Yeah. That, that's how I am. I'm very excited with it. Yeah. And I broke it down and I was like, yes, we, we, get, we, get, to hear, we get to hear the, get to hear the parts of Asha that are connect, that are Asha, that lyrical excellence, that lyrical excellence is still there. That's very that on that unrivaled melody it's still there we get that that enjoyment from it but this was a different asha (laughs) why did you put that out first 
Oh, Mayana. Yes. I think Mayana stands on its own. Uh, it was just um, right to put it out first. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when did you finally get the sense that you were progressing in this your in this journey, this particular part of your journey? When did you get the sense that okay? I wanted to do this, this proof of concept, and this can work. Well, I mean, it's one thing is very hard to uh, impress uh, Janet. She's my manager. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <Without our> Janet. <laughs> She's waving. <laughs> when, when Janet comes in, and we don't always accept everything Janet says. Sometimes we say, listen, Janet, just step out of the studio. Let let us <laughs> she comes in and i'm sure prime at some point has tried to pull out his hair you know his hair she said no take that out take take she's like she's minimalist with music yeah she says take take out take out all the time and to to we creatives it's annoying because we're enjoying this and then and she comes in the studio and is like mm, it's okay my God, it's took a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean. Well, it's important you have that, though. It's good. It's good. So when she says, two weeks later, after Mayana was written, and she comes back and says, that song you guys wrote, can I listen again? And, um, and she was dancing. She said, because she said she remembered, it kept playing in her head. And, and, and then, and, uh, you know, Prime and I just looked at ourselves and say, okay, great. You know, the queen has accepted. We're on the, uh, we're, we're on the good, you know, we're on the part. You know, if she says she loves it, then we, we have Janet on her, on our part, you know, because Janet usually is, she's the one who does my set list. And there's a reason for that, because if you leave me to do my set list, I will put all the ones that I like and perhaps nobody will like them. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> so you don't allow the artist to choose, you know, except if you want to be um, neutral. And it's very hard to be neutral for me. I want to think all the, you know, um, all the technical songs. I want to sing all <laughs> that nobody will probably, when I sing it, people look at me like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, so it's, it's good to run the songs. And when, you know, Janice come in and say, I like the song, we like it too. And she's happy about it. And okay, yeah, let's do it. And then we knew that we had, you know, something going for us. I like that. A very key part of this album and even the way it was marketed, this concept of a definition of putting of using the the world to a part of to a part of your artistry that maybe has shown has you know reared its head in other productions but it's never fully birthed a project so people say this is your most nigerian project amazing <laughs> <laughs> this is your most nigerian and you recorded all of this at home yeah yeah. You don't like leaving. You, you take homebody, <laughs> the definition of homebody to a different level. 
in this process, like before I go, I want to explore like the music on five, but I'm just trying to get a sense of how it was created. So this process, creating five, as a product, it's it's thematically, it's sonically different from what we have heard from you in the past. What did this teach you about yourself? And how is was this process different from all the work you have done before? I think what is different with five again is um it's prime. You know, Asha has not changed. Asha is still the same. Um, but you know, Prime is a is a wonder kid, you know, his again, his his range and I and he can only get better, you know. Um also Working with the uh, world as well for something beautiful. Working with Whiskey, Amare, Caveman, all of those people. You know, I think again. You know, this was this is my first collaboration. Again, that's new. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you you never collaborate. No, no, I just never had the opportunity to collaborate. Was it because you were too in your Oh, absolutely not. I, I must tell you that I actually enjoyed hearing other people's voices and mine. You know, um, I just, like I said, uh, everything, I was always on the road. I was always touring. Everything was done. So, you know, writing and then recording immediately and then uh, and going from one town to another uh, just didn't give me the opportunity that um, coming home did to settle, you know, uh, coming home and staying as long as I did uh, during the COVID, uh, you know, I think it was blessing choosing to just come back home. I had no option. I had no, no, not that I didn't have an option. Um, there was no, how do we call it? it? It had to be home. I couldn't imagine not being at home during the COVID. Nice. So let's go into this collaboration. You have IDG tearing up the, the, the chart. Yeah. What was in IDG? And working with Whiskey. See, the first time, and this is a bit of a personal story. So the first time everyone ever said, it used to be a thing for trolls to mention Whiskey and Asha. Mm. Like take, for example, you think of Asha and the first thing that comes to your mind is some D. <laughs> like ethereal lyrics about like maybe my heart is longing for yours or you're longing for home or something or jayla oh jayla exactly <laughs> and on the other end you hear yeah 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 on the on the other side mm -hmm. how did you find common ground i've always with with whiskey from day one i always thought he was my favorite we'll argue with my friends whatever i don't care <laughs> this guy, I love his his, his melodies, um, and there's something graceful about him. Yeah, you know. But what was more important to me was he he's a melodist. He's he makes mad melodies, and I love that because that's what I do: melody first, yeah. and then lyrics afterwards. Next. So I rec I recognized that you know that this guy his awesome you know and when 
when you got the what was IDG before and how okay the recording process how did that go very simple song very uh, very simple song it was it said what it said and live in the moment uh, don't go don't don't go where there's no love you know I, I remember you asked me what is Caribe yes <laughs> yes because it's different Caribe 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 that's all we do Yes, yes. I, I use that to describe the the distance, um, how it's unnecessary to go so far or to people who don't love you, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, stay where there's love. Yes. You, will, you will thrive more. And, and, and hearing whiskey verse, um, it just speaks of who he, who he is, you know. It, it says... This is who I am, you know. I, I live a life. I've I've seen many love. I know what's right and what's you know. I know love. I know what's right. If it's real or not, so inspiring, you know. <laughs> it's one of my best records from it. It's so sincere. I love it when, apart from it being a duet or other a collaboration, but I love it when people child to to like the beauty of love so much. So much surrender, mm. like it's all it is, and you could feel the sincerity, and it just has this poignant effect on your heart. So the beauty of that record is, it has that, but it's it still works when you want to escape. Mm. Mm. So you know we're very big on escapism over you. Well, you found that's the hybrid. That you've been looking for. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all of the song is 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 um it's a hybrid, you know. Um, IDG honestly, it was one of the simplest songs. It was, I don't go where no love. That was the first words that came out of my mouth for that song. And then the record, like Morning Man. Morning Man. <laughs> yes, Morning Man. That's a personal favorite, and that's what I'm asking about it. Yes. It is. I play Morning Man every day. Oh. Yeah, since the record came out, Morning Man has been my thing. <laughs> you know, Morning Man was the one song and the only song that I just never sat down and wrote. I, I would write the songs and... I would never believe you if and, someone and, had told me this. And, and think over and over, why am I writing this song? I, 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 I push myself till I'm, I have a headache. Why... Are you writing the song? What is, and and with with uh, Morning Man was done in one sitting. You know, you could call it a freestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I I didn't like the song, <laughs> but it doesn't feel that way. And it's such a jam. <laughs> Thank you. I I become one of my favorite too. I I didn't like it, but well, Janet comes from her room or wherever she's coming from, and says. I love the song. Yeah. You know, she she loves, loves, loves the song, and and Prime loves the song. I'm the only one who doesn't like the song, and I'm like, I'm not sure I should go back and write the song. And and the, both of them said, no, you're not gonna go because once you write it, you're gonna spoil the magic. Sure. You know, so yeah. yeah, and it's become one of my uh, favorite songs. How did you make peace with it? Not writing it. 
or it's more of what I learned from that experience. Um, it's again about not being, um, not to think too much, you know, uh, once about the song, not to be too perfectionist, not to be precious about the song. Um, does it, um, does it convey the message? Yes. Do, do you, uh, uh, communicate the feelings? It's a morning song. It's, uh, it's sensual. It's, uh, it's, um, it's a simple song. And does it communicate? If yes, then, then go with it. You know, so I've, I've chosen to, to write, uh, more songs without thinking too much. And do you write for other people? Well, I was, I was, that was what I was doing when, uh, with all life I wanted. <laughs> yes, I do write for other people. I've written for other uh, people, but, um, with, with. I, the, I did the reading behind all I ever wanted. And you, you, you did a what? I did the reading. I read the literature behind it. Okay. Yeah. On my way down here. Okay. And <laughs> it was created for another artist. Yeah. RA. Yeah. Yeah. You called her and then you offered it to her. Yeah. And she said. Let's do it together. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Amore. It was one afternoon and, and I heard the beat and I immediately thought of Amore and said, this is an Amore track, you know, she'll, she'll kill this one. And then I started to, to write and thinking I would give it to her and she can change it, uh, the Yoruba part of it, of course, and do whatever she wanted. And, you know, um, and then you know, got on phone with her and, and she, she sent her, her immediately sent her verse. <laughs> so like that. And, 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 you know, said, we shall do it together. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Cause I, I love that song. I love that song. It's a high point. <laughs> yeah. Very big high point. <laughs> so knowing what you know and, you know, being a part of this or rather making music, repeatedly come out, put your spirits, you think of something, you put your spirits into it, chase it, try to make it a thing. In what ways does that, in what ways does that like affect a person? I've always, always wondered like, what do people pay for artistry? What do they give up to be able to do this? work that's world well i think first you must be crazy (laughs) (laughs) you know because you're dedicating your life 100 percent to this you know um anybody who's doing art right now and as a as uh as before you are 100 percent crazy yeah because this is a subjective field it's not objective it's not apple products is not where everything is already cut and and fit for you yeah you just need to turn on the button and then put in whatever information information you want people will like it and people oh, they won't like it yeah you see so um so for me you you give it you give up a lot you know um a lot um friendships relationships but this is what i'd love 
you know um this is what i am passionate about and i enjoy it so um and it's for me it's a it's a way of life it's everything encompassed everything in it all with the with with the uh the the core being music you know um whatever i that means that that is just a whatever i choose to do whatever however i choose to live in love in relationship in business everything under music i, I love that I love that. So there's, there's always something you have to give up to be able to do the work that you're doing. Yeah, you have to give up everything because, you know, uh, um, how else would, would you, uh, you know, be 100%, give your 100% your all in it? Yeah. <laughs> so beyond you, looking at the market, the last time I spoke to you, we were in the very, we we're about to begin our industry, Afri African music, Nigerian pop music, it was about to go into a, we're about to access hyper, global hypervisibility and interconnectivity, AKA Afrobits to the world. <laughs> you, you worked in this industry when it didn't look like there were any pipelines connecting us to a wider market and seeing this happen now for us. How is it for you? Oh, I'm I'm absolutely ecstatic. I'm happy because I remember when when you know with my label uh, in France, they would not even they didn't have a black personnel. You know, you it's a, the few times I I saw a black person in the company was perhaps at the reception. Rarely did I see any black person handle my catalog. So you see, with that, you know, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding, misconception of how to sell an African, uh, African music. Even me, when I came in, they thought I was going to be in world music. I'm like, I ain't, I'm not giving you guys world music. I'm giving you pop. And, and they were shocked, but they were never ready. So when I see this now and everyone changing, like traditional record labels changing, now looking to hire anyone who knows urban music, Afrobeat, it's amazing how, you know, things have turned. I'm happy. And the, why I'm even, why I'm happy is because this happened organically without the help of the so-called um, gatekeepers. Yeah. This happened um, with, you know, these this artists in their bedrooms breaking all the rules, you know, breaking the rules of engineering, breaking the rules of recording, how to properly record. You see people holding a condenser mic with their hands. It's, it's taboo. <laughs> like, yes, why are you holding <laughs> But you don't care. The music comes out. The music, the passion is the first thing. There's a lot to learn. And, and have, and, and, you know, Africa has always been like that. We're not given the chance, the opportunity. We're always, you know, um, kicked to the side, but we always rear our heads and, and come out, you know, victorious. And I, I just like that, you know, our artists are selling out O2s, yeah. you know, arenas 
It's that's all happening this evening. Yeah, yeah. Davido. <laughs> you know, so it's just amazing. I am happy. Thank you. So we've done this for over an hour. So thank you it's so much. It's been an hour already. Yes. <laughs> it's been over an hour. So I'm just, you know, all of this has been a thing. The first time I listened to Asha, I think I was in, was I in early university? I was trying to wrap up secondary school. And now I'm still connecting with Asha with a certain newness. That's the word I can use. Certain newness or novelty to the music that she's dropping right now. So there's no, you know, you want the old Asha, you go listen to the old Asha. Yeah. It's very different. I'm thinking like for you as a person. Yeah. What's in this for you? What's your your north star? Your north star. Like, uh, for me, it's um. You know, for me, I always said from the beginning, I'm on a journey. You know, I can't be in a box. You can't put me in a box. You know, you put me in a box. I find uh, find a window. And for me, is to constantly do, continually do what I love doing. And never limit myself to where people want to put me. First, I, I made the record. <laughs> That's true. 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 You know, I, I made all those records you guys are enjoying. Yeah. So I can't do what else I, whatever I want to do, you know. Um, for me, I want to continue to do it and, and, and keep, uh, and keep um, you know, exploring and, 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 and breaking boundaries. For me, you know, when I started... I, it was almost a lonely world, you know, and um, people don't know where to put you. So I don't fit into your, uh, uh, you know, I don't fit. Into your genre, I don't your classification. Fit. I don't all fit things. at all. Maybe I might be the scapegoat, you know, for other generations to come. And they, they're coming already. They're here, in fact. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's to continue, you know. I mean, I think one good thing I took from Jonathan's, Mr. President Jonathan's wife was that phrase, continue. And I've always used that word, continue. <laughs> <laughs> continue. Continue. Although she used continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it's to continue, continually continue, you know, and never, um, it's just never limit you know, myself. And, um, and also, I mean, those who are listening, young artists who are listening, who haven't had, um, who, who are still, you know, wet behind the ears, wanting to go into the in industry, just know that, listen, you can do what you want. Not because um, you started with this genre and you must continue that way. No way. You know, uh, Steve Jobs didn't start out using Apple computers, you know. He was some guy who was uh, search, in search of spirituality and, yeah. and Apple came to him as, as an opportunity for him and then it became something big. So never limit yourself. Never think because you, you're, this is who you are then you have to continue that way. Then you're not um, doing what God, you know, brought you here to do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much, so much fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. And I really love your album. 
I oh, thank you. <laughs> I really, really do. I'm writing something about it. Okay. I'm writing some, some weird. Weird? It's not. <laughs> it's not conventional, perhaps. <laughs> Unconventional. Yeah. yeah, that's the word. That's thank you. Thank you, Joey. <laughs>